إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Today then we arrive at the chapter Afkaru Stiftah Salah. The different types of du'as that you can read at the start of the prayer. So when you say Allahu Akbar, Takbiratul Ihram, and you begin the prayer, you don't go straight into Al-Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Before that, there is the Du'a'ul Istiftah, the opening supplication that you can read. And there are different types or different ones for the opening supplications. And you can select any one of them to use. So here it says, لَقَدْ ثَبَتَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَنْوَاعٌ مِنَ الْأَذْكَارِ وَالْأَدْعِيَةِ يُسْتَفْتِحُ بِهَا الْمُسْلِمُ يَسْتَفْتِحُ بِهَا الْمُسْلِمُ صَلَاتَهُ فَرْضَهَا وَنَفْلَهَا That there are different types of supplications, du'as, that a Muslim can open up his prayer with, whether it is the obligatory prayer or the supererogatory prayer. وَلَمْ يَكُنِ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يُدَاوِمُ عَلَى اسْتِفْتَاحٍ وَاحِدٍ And the Prophet ﷺ didn't used to stick to just one opening supplication. There are a few as we're going to see. And he used to alternate between them. In one prayer use one, in another prayer another. He never used to stick to just one opening supplication in all of his prayers. بَلْ كَانَ يَسْتَفْتِحُ بِأَنْوَاعٍ مِنَ الْإِسْتِفْتَاحَاتِ Rather he used to open up his prayer with a variety of different openings. وَهِيَ فِي الْجُمْلَةِ مُشْتَمِلَ عَلَى تَعْظِيمِ اللَّهِ وَتَمْجِيدِهِ وَحُسْنِ الثَّنَاءِ عَلَيْهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُهُ وَسُؤَالُهُ مَغْفِرَةَ الذُّنُوبِ وَلَا يَلْزَمُ الْمُسْلِمَ نَوْعٍ مُعَيَّنٌ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأَنْوَاعِ بَلْ بِأَيٍّ مِنْهَا أَخَذَ لَا حَرَجَ عَلَيْهِ وَالْأَوْلَى أَنْ يَفْعَلَ بَعْضَهَا تَارَةً وَبَعْضَهَا تَارَةً لِأَنَّ ذَلِكَ أَكْمَلُ فِي الْإِتِّبَاعِ so generally speaking, all of these opening supplications, as we're going to come and see, they all indicate within them, within their meanings, the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the, uh, the fact that you extol Allah and praise Allah, that is what they include in their meanings. And they include seeking forgiveness from your sins, and it is not binding upon a Muslim to select a specific one, but rather you can use whichever ones from the opening supplications that are authentic, and there's a few of them. And the best thing you can do is learn them all, or learn a few of them, so that you can alternate between them. That in some prayers, you can use some, in other prayers, you use a different one, that is the best way and the most complete, most perfect way of following the sunnah because that is what the Prophet ﷺ used to do. 
ومن هذه الاستفتاحات ما ثبت في الصحيحين عن ابي هريره رضي الله عنه قال So from these various forms of the opening du'as is the one that is established in Al-Bukhari and Muslim from the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiyallahu anhu qal kana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam idha staftaha salata sakata hunayyatan qabla an yaqra' In the hadith, Abu Hurairah says that when the Prophet ﷺ used to open up the prayer, he used to remain silent for a moment before starting the recitation. Meaning, he used to say that Allahu Akbar, the opening takbir in the congregational prayer, and then silence for a while. Then he would start the Fatiha. So the companions, they said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, Bi'abi wa ummi, by my father and my mother, Ara'ayta sukutaka bayna takbiri wal qira'ati ma taqul. You see, O Messenger, the silence that you have between opening up the prayer, Allahu Akbar, to starting the recitation of Al-Fatiha, that silence, what do you read in it? The companions, they asked the Prophet ﷺ, Abu Hurairah asked, what do you read in that silence, O Messenger? قال, so the Messenger said, أقول, I say, Allahumma ba'id bayni wa bayna khatayaya. كما باعدت بين المشرق والمغرب اللهم نقني من خطاياي كما ينقى الثوب الأبيض من الدنس اللهم اغسلني من خطاياي بالثلج والماء والبرد This is one of the opening duas Oh Allah separate and distance between me and my sins as you have separated between the east and the west. Make them far, make me far from my sins. Separate between me and my sins as you have separated the east from the west. And then, O Allah, purify me from my sins. Just as a white garment is purified from dirt, a white garment when it has dirt on it and you wash it and purify it and it comes out all white again. Purify me from my sins as the white garment is purified from the dirt on it. And then, O oh Allah, wash my sins away with snow and water and ice. That is one of the opening supplications a person can recite when starting the prayer, whether it's an obligatory prayer or a supererogatory prayer. وَفِي هَذَا الْإِسْتِفْتَاحِ سُؤَالٌ لِلَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى أَنْ يُبَاعِدَ بَيْنَ الْعَبْدِ وَبَيْنَ خَطَايَاهُ وَهِيَ الذُّنُوبُ كَمَا بَاعَدَ بَيْنَ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ so in this opening du'a, you are making a supplication, a du'a to Allah, to distance between you and your sins, 
just as Allah has distanced between the east and the west. وَذَلِكَ بِمَحْوِ الذُّنُوبِ وَعَدَمِ الْمُؤَاخَذَةِ عَلَيْهَا وَالتَّوْفِيقِ لِلْبُعْدِ عَنْهَا But what does it mean? Separate me from my sins as the east and the west have been separated. That dua is indicating your request from Allah for your sins to be wiped out. For your sins to be wiped out and for you not to be held accountable upon them. And for you to be given that inspiration from Allah, that tawfiq, that success from Allah, such that you stay away from sinning and you distance yourself from sinning. Then also in the second part, you are asking Allah, أَنْ يُنَقِّيَهُ مِنْ خَطَايَاهُ That Allah purifies you from your sins. أَيُّنَظِّفُهُ مِنْهَا كَمَا يُنَظَّفُ الثَّوْبُ الْأَبْيَضُ مِنَ الدَّنَسِ بِحَيْثْ لَا يَبْقَى فِيهِ أَيُّ أَثَرِ So he is asking Allah to purify him of his sins just as the white garment is cleaned from the dirt that is upon it to the extent that no sign of the dirt remains and it is upon cleanliness again. And you are asking Allah, وَأَنْ يَغْسِلَهُ مِنْ خَطَايَاهُ بِالثَّلْجِ وَالْمَاءِ وَالْبَرَدِ وَفِي هَذَا إِشَارَةٌ إِلَى شِدَّةِ حَاجَةِ الْقَلْبِ وَالْبَدَنِ إِلَى مَا يُطَهِّرُهُمَا وَيُبْرِدُهُمَا وَيُقَوِّيهِمَا in the third part, you are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to wash your sins away with snow and water and ice. And Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala explained why you would say such a thing, why the dua would be like that, wash away my sins with ice and snow and water. Ibn al-Qayyim mentioned because sins... They lead to the hellfire. And so there is an element of heat associated with sins. Sins lead to the hellfire. They are from the whisperings of the shaitan. So there's an element of heat associated with sins. Therefore you wish for those to be washed away with the opposite that neutralizes that heat. The snow and the water and the ice. To wash away and neutralize and get rid of those sins and that heat that is associated with them. That is one dua. Another dua that can be recited at the beginning of the prayer. وَمِنِ اسْتِفْتَاحَاتِهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم ما رواه أبو داود وغيره عن عائشة وأبي سعيد رضي الله عنهما وغيرهما Another one of the opening supplications is what is collected by Abu Dawood and other than him from the hadith of عائشة رضي الله عنها and Abu Sa'id رضي الله عنه and other than them أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كان إذا افتتح الصلاة قال 
that the Prophet ﷺ, when he opened up the prayer, he would say, Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, wa tabaraka smuka, wa ta'ala jadduka, wa la ilaha ghayraka, ghayruka. So here then, in this opening supplication, Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika wa tabaraka smuka wa ta'ala jadduka wa la ilaha ghayruka Hadha l-istiftah ukhlisa l-thana'i ala Allah subhanahu wa tanzihuhu an kulli ma yaliqubih This opening supplication as you will see now in the meanings of it it is purely upon praising Allah and Separating any deficiencies from Allah. Separating away any deficiencies from Allah and praising Allah upon His perfection. That is the meaning of this overall. So you'll see in each section of this dua how it relates to that type of general meaning. Firstly you say, Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Subhanaka, we covered it in the earlier lessons when you say Subhanallah, Subhanallah, glory be to Allah as they say. And the meaning of that though is that Allah is upon perfection and there is no deficiency attributed to Him whatsoever. There is no deficiency attributable to Allah, Allah is free of all shortcomings and deficiencies, Allah is upon absolute perfection, that is subhanallah, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, wa bihamdika, and your praise by your praise, wa tabaraka smuka, tabaraka smuka, that your name be blessed, Blessed be your name, and that is again a praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, وَتَعَالَى جَدُّكَ أَيْ اِرْتَفَعَتْ وَعَلَتْ عَظَمَتُكَ That your greatness is elevated. وَتَعَالَى جَدُّكَ Your greatness is elevated. وَجَلَتْ فَوْقَ كُلِّ عَظَمَةً And that it is above every other form of greatness. Your greatness is above any other form of greatness. وَعَلَى شَأْنُكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَأْنٍ And your, your status, it is above all else. Your position is above all else. Your affair is greater than all others. وَقَهَرَ سُلْطَانُكَ عَلَى كُلِّ سُلْطَانِ And your authority overrides the authority of all else. فَتَعَالَى جَدُّكَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى أَنْ يَكُونَ مَعَهُ شَرِيكٌ فِي الْمُلْكِ أَوْ الْرُبُوبِيَّةِ أَوْ الْأُلُوهِيَّةِ أَوْ فِي شَيْءٍ مِنَ اسْمَائِهِ وَصِفَاتِهِ So Allah is far high and above and elevated over having any deficiency attributable to him, having any partner attributable to him in his kingdom, in his lordship, in his worship, 
or in his names and attributes, Allah is far above and elevated above having any such partner or deficiency in these affairs. Ta'ala jadduka. As it mentions in the Quran, وَأَنَّهُ تَعَالَى جَدُّ رَبِّنَا مَتَّخَذَ صَاحِبَةً وَلَا وَلَدًا In Surah Al-Jinn, ayah number three. And most elevated is our Lord. He did not take any partner, no a son. So تَعَالَى جَدُّكَ is an affirmation of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أي تعالت عظمته وتقدست أسماؤه من أن يكون له صاحبة أولت. So the greatness of Allah is so high and the sanctity of his names is so great that he does not have any partner or any son. There is no deficiency attributable to him in any way. That is Ta'ala Jadduka. And then at the end, Wala ilaha ghayruk. That there is no other deity worthy of worship in truth besides you. That is like the testimony of La ilaha illallah. La ilaha ghayruk. There is no deity worthy of worship in truth except you, besides you. فَاشْتَمَلَ هَذَا الْاسْتِفْتَاحِ الْعَظِيمِ عَلَىٰ أَنْوَاعِ التَّوْحِيدِ الثَّلَاثَةِ تَوْحِيدِ الْرُبُوبِيَّةِ تَوْحِيدِ الْأُلُوهِيَّةِ تَوْحِيدِ الْأَسْمَاءِ وَصِفَاتِ So this opening supplication incorporates the meanings of tawheed in all aspects. In the rububiyyah of Allah, His Lordship, in the uluhiyyah, in His Worship, and in al-asma' wa-sifat, in his names and attributes, you are singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, praising him alone, affirming how elevated his status is above all others, how great his affair is over and above all others. That's the meaning of this opening supplication. When you say, Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, وَتَبَارَكَ اسْمُكَ وَتَعَالَ جَدُّكَ وَلَا إِلَهَ غَيْرُكَ The third one mentioned here. وَمِنَ الْإِسْتِفْتَاحَاتِ الثَّابِتَةِ مَا رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمٌ فِي صَحِيحِهِ عَنْ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ بْنِ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا قَالَ From the established opening supplications, is the one reported or collected by Imam Muslim from Abdullah ibn Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhum. And that is, قال, بينما نحن نصلي مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذ قال رجل من القوم He said, whilst we were praying with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم a man suddenly from the people said, Allahu Akbaru Kabiran, Walhamdulillahi Kathiran, Wa Subhanallahi Bukratan Wa Asila. Faqala Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, 
Who is the one who just said such and such? This was just a man amongst them who got up and said it. So the messenger said, who just said that? قَالَ رَجُلٌ مِّنَ الْقَوْمِ أَنَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ So that man, he said it was me, O Messenger of Allah. قَالَ عَجِبْتُ لَهَا فُتِحَتْ لَهَا أَبْوَابُ السَّمَاءِ The messenger said, I was amazed by this, this supplication that you just read out. I was amazed by this. The heavens, the doors and the gates of the heavens were opened by this statement. The doors, the gates of the heavens, of the sky, of the heaven, were opened by this statement. Qal ibn Umar, so Abdullah ibn Umar, when he heard that, when he witnessed this event, he said, فَمَا تَرَكْتُهُنَّ مُنذُ سَمِعْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ سَلَّمْ يَقُولُ ذَلِكَ He said, I never left saying those words ever since I heard the Prophet ﷺ say that. So this indicates Abdullah ibn Umar regularly used to use this in his uh, prayers. And that is, Alhamdulillahi kathiran wa subhanallahi Allahu akbaru kabiran wa alhamdulillahi kathiran wa subhanallahi bukratan wa asila. وَهَذَا كُلُّهُ ذِكْرٌ لِلَّهِ وَثَنَاءٌ عَلَيْهِ سُبْحَانَهُ بِهَذِي الْكَلِمَاتِ الْعَظِيمَةِ This particular one, all of it is purely praise upon Allah. Allahu Akbar kabiran, alhamdulillahi kathiran, subhanallah, bukratan wa asila. All of that is purely praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar kabiran, and alhamdulillahi kathiran, and subhanallah bukratan wa asila. Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, all of that is purely praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the one who recites this is indicating he is mukhlisun fithana'i an Allah, that he is being pure and sincere in his praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then also, this is the fourth one now, من الاستفتاحات الواردة ما رواه مسلم في صحيحه عن علي رضي الله عنه. Another one of the opening supplications collected by Imam Muslim reported from Ali ibn Abi Talib رضي الله عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم from the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم. أنه إذا قام إلى الصلاة قال that when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to stand to pray he would say وجهت وجهي للذي فطر السماوات والأرض حنيفا وما أنا من المشركين إن صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين لا شريك له وبذلك أمرت وأنا من المسلمين اللهم أنت الملك لا إله إلا أنت أنت ربي وأنا عبدك ظلمت نفسي واعترفت بذنبي فاغفر لي ذنوبي جميعا إنه لا يغفر الذنوب إلا أنت واهدني لأحسن الأخلاق 
لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عني سيئها لا يصرف عني سيئها إلا أنت لبيك وسعديك والخير كله في يديك والشر ليس إليك أنا بك وإليك تباركت وتعاليت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك That is one of the opening supplications that can be read. The meaning of this one. I direct my face to the one who created the heavens and the earth. Upon Tawheed. I direct my face upon Tawheed to the one who created the heavens and the earth. And I am not from the polytheists. Indeed, my prayer and my worship and my living and my dying are for Allah, the Lord of all of creation. He has no partner and that is what I have been commanded with and I am from the Muslims. Nusuki can mean worship generally and sacrificing specifically. Allahumma anta al-maliku, oh Allah you are the king and there is no other deity worthy of worship in truth besides you. You are my Lord and I am your servant. I have wronged myself and I acknowledge my sin. So forgive me my sins, all of them. No one forgives the sins except you. And guide me to the best of manners. To the best of manners and etiquettes and morals and behavior. Nobody guides to the best of those except you. And take away from me the evil behavior and the evil manners and the evil etiquettes. Take those away from me. No one takes those away except you. لَبَّيْكْ وَسَعْدَيْكْ Meaning I am here. In obedience, submitting to your obedience. وَالْخَيْرُ كُلُّهُ فِي يَدَيْكُ All of the goodness is in your hands. وَالشَّرُّ لَيْسَ إِلَيْكُ And evil is not attributed to you. أَنَا بِكَ وَإِلَيْكُ I am for you to worship you and I will return to you. تَبَارَكْتَ وَتَعَالَيْتُ Most blessed are you and most elevated and high are you. أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ I seek forgiveness from you and repent to you. That is one of the opening supplications in Sahih Muslim. وَهَذَا كُلُّهُ خَبَرٌ مِنَ الْعَبْدِ عَمَّا يَنْبَغِي أَنْ يَكُونَ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ ذُلٍّ وَخُضُوعٍ وَانْكِسَارٍ بَيْنَ يَدَيْ فَاطِرِ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ that dua, all of it, is the servant recognizing what is appropriate and suitable for him to be upon. Asking Allah for the goodness in the affairs. From humility and submission before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth. That's why at the beginning of this particular supplication you say, I direct my face upon Tawheed to Allah, 
to the creator of the heavens and the earth. Meaning, what does it mean that you direct your face to him? أَيْ أَخْلَصْتُ وَعَمَلِي That I have made sincere my religion and my actions. وَقَصَدْتُكَ وَحْدَكَ بِعِبَادَتِي وَالتَّوَجُّهِ And that I intend you and look to you and direct all of my worship to you alone. Hanifan, meaning upon Tawheed. The word Hanif indicates Tawheed. And then, إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And my prayer, and my slaughtering, sacrificing, and worship generally, and my living and my dying are all for Allah, the Lord of everything that exists. خَصَّ هَاتَيْنَ الْعِبَادَتَيْنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالنُّسُكِ وَهُوَ الذَّبْحِ بِالذِّكْرِ لِشَرَفِهِمَا وَعِظَمِ فَضْلِهِمَا The reason why these two specific acts of worship have been specified that I make my prayer and my sacrificing for Allah, the Lord of all that exists. Why those two specifically prayer and sacrifice? Because of the great station of those two acts of worship. So the one who makes his prayer and his sacrificing pure and sincere to Allah, then it is expected all the rest of his actions will be pure and sincere for Allah. Because the mushrikun, what were their errors? Their errors were in their prayers, calling upon others, making dua to others. Their error was in their sacrificing, sacrificing for others. The one who makes those two acts of worship sincere and pure to Allah, then it is hoped all of the rest of his actions will be sincere and pure to Allah too. وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي And my living and my dying أَيْ مَا آتِيهِ فِي حَيَاتِي وَمَا أَمُوتُ عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ وَالْعَمَلِ الصَّالِحِ كُلُّهُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ لَا شَرِكَ لَهُ فِي شَيْءٍ مِنْ ذَلِكَ Meaning everything that I do in life مَا آتِيهِ فِي حَيَاتِي Everything that I do in life and what I die upon from iman and righteous actions, all of that, my whole life, everything till death, is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of all of creation, without any partners in any aspect of that whatsoever. And then at the end of the dua, Allahumma anta al-maliku la ilaha illa anta, anta rabbi wa na'abduka, that oh Allah, you are the king, there is no deity worthy of worship besides you, you are my Lord, I am your servant, I acknowledge I have wronged myself. I have wronged myself and I acknowledge my sin. So forgive my sins, all of them for me. No one forgives them except you. In that part, فِيهِ التَّوَسُّلِ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِمُلْكِهِ وَأُلُوهِيَّتِهِ وَرُبُوبِيَّتِهِ In that part, you are making dua to Allah using three forms of tawassul. Remember, we spoke about this ages ago as well at the beginning, when making dua, it's permissible to make tawassul in making dua. Using some wasila in making dua. But what is the correct and legitimate 
wasila tawassul in making dua for example mentioning the names and attributes of Allah here though it is mentioning the uh, kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is in control of all of the dominion and it is mentioning the uluhiya of Allah that he is the one alone deserving of worship by saying ana abduka i am your servant and the rububiyya of Allah that Allah is the one who has control over all of the affairs that's what you're saying in the opening part you are the king uh, you are my lord i am your servant then after saying all of those things then you say i have wronged myself and i acknowledge my sins so forgive me you don't just say straight away forgive me you mention those things you are the king uh, you are my lord i am your servant all of that is a means of tawassul in your dua being accepted and answered by mentioning the rububiyya and the uluhiyya and the kingdom and dominion of Allah واعتراف العبد بانه عبد له ظالم لنفسه معترف بذنبه and you accept and you acknowledge in that opening dua that you are a sinner that you are a sinner and you are a wrongdoer and you have done wrong and oppressed yourself وانه سبحانه غافر الذنوب ولا يغفرها الا هو and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who forgives the sins and nobody forgives them can forgive them except he وَهُوَ بِهَذَا يَطْمَعْ مِنْ رَبِّهِ أَنْ يَغْفِرَ لَهُ And so the person is hoping, making this opening supplication in your prayer, as you're reciting it, you have that hope in Allah that this dua will be answered and your sins will indeed be forgiven. And then at the end, وَهْدِنِي لِأَحْسَنِ الْأَخْلَاقِ لَا يَهْدِي لِأَحْسَنِهَا إِلَّا أَنْتُ وَأَصْرِفْ عَنِّي سَيِّئَهَا لَا يَصْرِفْ عَنِّي سَيِّئَهَا إِلَّا أَنْتُ That guide me to the best of character. Guide me to the best of manners. Guide me to the best of morals and behavior and etiquette. Nobody can guide to that except you. And keep away from me the worst of character and behavior and etiquette and morals and manners. Nobody can keep that away from me except you. Fihi su'alullahi al-hidayah ila al-khuluq al-hasan. So here you are making dua to Allah to guide you to the good manners, to the good behavior and etiquette and character. Wa'tirafuhu bi'annahu la yahdi ilayhi illa Allah. And he acknowledges and understands and recognizes and, it, and says that nobody can do that except you, O oh Allah. Nobody can give me those good manners and behavior and etiquettes and character and beautiful character other than you. Nobody else can give me that but you. And nobody can take away from me the evils of the character and behavior and etiquettes and manners except you. So you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to give you the good and the best of manners and etiquettes and to take away from you the poor behavior and manners and etiquettes. And that is something mentioned in the sunnah in many places. We perhaps covered previously, أَثْقَلُوا شَيْءٍ فِي الْمِيزَانِ الْحُسُنُ الْخُلُقُ الْحَسَنِ The heaviest thing in the weighing scale is the good character, the good behavior, the good manners of a Muslim. And Aisha radiallahu anha used to say, كَانَ خُلُقُهُ الْقُرْآنِ 
that the mannerisms of the Prophet ﷺ were an embodiment of the Qur'an. That he would implement exactly how the Qur'an says so. That's how his manners and his etiquette were. In another narration it mentions, شَطْرُ iman الْخُلُقُ hasan Or along those lines, that half of iman is your good manners. So this is something mentioned in this opening dua, Oh Allah, guide me to the good character. Guide me to the good manners and guide me to the good behavior and etiquette. And keep away from me the evil and poor behavior and etiquette and manners. <coughs> and then قَوْلُهُ لَبَّيْكَ لَبَّيْكَ meaning I am here in, res- in response and reply to your call, O oh Allah. I am here in obedience to you, لَبَّيْكَ إِسْتَجَابَةً لِنِدَاءِ اللَّهِ وَامْتِثَالِ أَمْرِهِ سُبْحَانَهِ وَسَعْدَيْكَ سَعْدَيْكَ أي إِسْعَادًا بَعْدَ إِسْعَادَ المراد طَاعَةً بَعْدَ طَاعَةً لَبَّيْكَ I am here in submission to you, answering your call, I am here in obedience. سَعْدَيْكَ Obedience after obedience. I am here in submission to you, in obedience after obedience after obedience after obedience, I am here. In submission to you, in obedience to you, one after the next. That's what it means, وَسَعْدَيْك In obedience to you, one after the next, continuously I am here, in obedience to you, my Lord. وَالْخَيْرُ كُلُّهُ فِي And that all of the goodness is in your hands, in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَأَنْتَ الْمَانُّ بِهِ الْمُتَفَضِّلُ وَحْدَكَ And you alone, O Allah, is the one, are the one who blesses people, or, or bestows upon people, and grants people all of that goodness. You are the one who has all of that goodness in your hands, and you are the one who then bestows and grants that goodness out. وَالشَّرُّ لَيْسَ إِلَيْكَ And the evil is not attributed to you. This is to separate from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attribution of evil to him. So evil is not attributed to Allah. Not to him, not to his names and attributes or to his actions. Rather the evil it comes into the creation and the effects. Meaning that from our perspective a scorpion we see a scorpion as evil. What's the point of a scorpion? Evil. It's going to bite you, you're going to get poisoned, you're going to die. We view that in a negative light, scorpions. However, that does not mean that Allah, we now say Allah created evil and this is evil from Allah. From the aspect of creation, Allah creating that scorpion, that is not evil. From us and our perspective regarding that scorpion, we view it as evil. So it is evil from our perspective, not evil from the perspective of the creator creating it. That's the meaning of evil is not attributed to Allah in a nutshell. That the evil in creation is us from our perspective, we view that and we experience that as evil perhaps. But from the perspective of the creator creating it, then it is not a creation of evil upon mankind. 
فلا ينسب إلى الله بوجه من الوجوه لا في ذاته ولا في أسماء ولا في صفاته ولا في أفعاله وإنما الشر يدخل في مخلوقاته ومفعلاته فالشر في المقضي لا في القضاء فتبارك وتعالى عن نسبة الشر إليه بل كل ما نسب إليه فهو خير so all of the goodness is attributed to Allah then the last thing you say in the dua وَأَنَا بِكَ وَإِلَيْكَ that I am for you meaning I return to you I seek refuge in you I ask you for protection أَنَا بِكَ وَإِلَيْكَ that eventually I will die and return to you Right now, I seek protection in you. I ask for safeguarding in you. And eventually, I will die and return back to you. وَأَنَا بِكَ وَإِلَيْكَ And then, تَبَارَكْتَ وَتَعَالَيْتَ That you are the most blessed and elevated and high. ثُمَّ خَتَمَ هَذَا الْإِسْتِفْتَاحِ بِالْإِسْتِغْفَارِ And the last line of the dua, as you saw, was uh, seeking forgiveness. أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ I seek forgiveness from you and I repent to you. Those are four or five, four supplications, was it? Two, three, four, four. Four different opening supplications there. Four different opening supplications there. And... The best method of implementing the sunnah is to alternate between them. You are not allowed to combine between them in the same prayer. You can't think to yourself, let me read all four of them at the beginning before I get to the Fatiha. You can't do that. Only one. You select one. There's four there we did today. When you start your prayer, select one and that's it. Then go to your Fatiha, etc. Next prayer, select a different one. The prayer after that, select a different one. But you cannot select more than one in the same prayer. When you open up your prayer, you only select one. But the point is, in different prayers, you can select different ones. Each time, select a different one. So that you're alternating and rotating between those opening supplications. And that is the way that the Prophet ﷺ used to do it. Alternating and rotating between the different opening supplications in the prayers. Obligatory ones, supererogatory ones. In all of them, they can be read. That's the end of that particular chapter. We'll stop on that for today. Next week then we start, uh, in fact, next week it continues then. And it mentions more of the opening supplications. And then after that, it goes into what you're supposed to read, the different forms of the dua in your prostrations and when you sit in between the two prostrations. That's what we'll move on to from next time then, inshallah ta'ala. We'll conclude upon that for today then.